and salutations. Welcome to the latest episode of The First Day Pod. My name is Michael Govier, and my co-host is Leanne Hello. Today, however, Leanne is going solo. That's right. It's her show today, and this is all you're going to get of yours truly. Leanne has selected Toxic Positivity. She's going to explain it to you, give you some examples, and hopefully, through wisdom, education, and empowerment, you'll come out the other side of this episode a little more understanding than you were before it. Leanne has a lot of experience in life, just like most of you do. So she knows when positivity can go too far and labels can start to create problems for not only ourselves, but the people in our environment. Leanne's gonna be honest and reasonable and sweet as sugar, even though sugar's bad for you. So put your thinking cap on and get ready to connect with Leanne Hello on today's edition of The First Day Pod. Hi, everybody. Um, Hopefully, Mike will fix like an intro for this because this is the first time that I am going live on my own for the First Day Podcast. So um, I'm also not 100% sure how to see the comments. So I'm hoping that if you are here and you are watching live, that they will come up and I will be able to see them and interact with you guys. So yeah, so let's get started. Uh, First of all, I want to thank everybody that always um, watches and engages with our podcast. It means the world to us. Um, All of you that have DM'd us and commented and just been a part of our growth, we really, really appreciate it. Uh, I also want to thank everybody that has been a part of our book club. We are approaching, I think approaching a year of the book club and it has been um, incredible. Right now we are finishing up the book, uh, You'll See It When You Believe It, and that is by Wayne Dyer, well, Dr. Wayne Dyer. And um, we've got this week and next week, and then we will be um, starting a new book. So if you guys want to join us, uh, all you have to do is DM us on um, Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. It's First Day Pod. Uh, You can find us on all those platforms. Okay. And thank you, Ed. So hello. (laughs) So I do know that this will pop up. I'm hoping that it'll pop up wherever you're at. But I do know that if you're on Facebook, this will work. So um, so yes, so thank you um, for the book club. Um, And uh, if you guys want to join, all you have to do is DM us or uh, if you're not on social media, if you're just watching us on YouTube, and um, you know, you stay off of Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, then good for you. Um, and you can just email us. So you can email us at firstdaypod at gmail.com and, um, and just ask for the, the link and we will send that to you. So, hey, Kel. Okay, this is wonderful. Okay, and Tammy, hello. So this is great. I'm so excited that you guys are here. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm missing Mike. I was secretly hoping that maybe his softball game got rained out. And I know that's not a very good girlfriend thing to say, but, um, I was hoping he would be able to be here, but he's not. So you guys are here and, um, I'm very grateful. So let's get started. What, um, I thought we would talk about today is, um, a topic that is really, really important. Um, it's toxic positivity. So, Here's the thing. I consider myself generally a happy person. And in the past, I have gotten a lot of um, being called like a Pollyanna. Um, You know, you're too happy, you're too this, you're too that. I've gone through periods where I let that affect me and I kind of dimmed my light for them because I felt like I shouldn't be as happy as I am. So what I want to start by saying is that some people are naturally more happy. And whether that is because that's how they were kind of, they were raised in an environment that that made them that way, um, or they've developed it by making it a habit throughout their, their life, and they're just a happier kind of person and they see the, the glass half full, What I want to say is that for those people, um, because I know that I have tended to be that way, that when we say things like, um, you know, everything happens for a reason and it is what it is and we say these things, 
right now, when we're talking about toxic positivity, people are saying that those words are off limits. Don't say it because you're invalidating people and you're invalidating people's feelings and, and they just want to be heard. What I want to say, which not everybody will agree with, and that is fine, but I don't think that we should be eliminating all words. I think that everything kind of comes with the situation. So we need to be mindful of who we're talking to. We need to be mindful of what the situation is. I feel like we have to learn more empathy rather than trying to limit our positivity. Um, and I don't want this to be like a rant where I'm just going to be like talking. So if you guys that are listening either agree or don't agree with anything that I'm saying, I'm looking forward to this becoming a conversation because I know that it's a touchy feeling, um, like a touchy situation. Um, but I want us all to be able to discuss it and see where we're all kind of sitting with it. So what they're saying about toxic positivity is that we can't just negate people's feelings. And if they're going through sorrow, they're going through trauma, they're going through life experiences that are not happy. Um, that what people are saying is that you need to make sure that they're being heard. And I 100% agree with that. For me, it's always been funny because I will say the things that people are like, if you look it up on Google and you look at um, toxic positivity, you'll come up with lists and lists of things that you shouldn't be saying. Okay, so Kelly's saying, I've oh, and you know what? I don't know. I'm going to see if I can show this on the screen like Mike does. And we're gonna, just going to see. And those of you that are listening to this just in podcast form, I'm sorry for this to not make sense. But we are doing this live. And there we go. Okay, I figured it out. So now I can take the comments and put them right up on screen. So um, Kelly's just saying I've never heard or thought of this before. Well, this has been something that I have kind of struggled with um, for a long time because I've I've lost friends because of it. Um, and now because of like mental health is such a huge, a huge issue right now. It always has been, but even more so now and with all of the lockdowns, um, it's really becoming forefront. And that's why I'm so grateful that we're doing this podcast. So that is one of the things that people are talking about. And I want to make sure that we're having that discussion. Um, so anyway, I, I do not completely remember where I was. But um, the whole idea of it is we have to be mindful of who we're talking to and what situation they're in. So for me, even though I say these things that they say should be off limits, that we should be, instead of saying this, we should say that. For example, I printed some of them off so I could let you guys know of like an example. I think I have it here. Um, an example of things that we say and then better options that we can say. So toxic statements would be things like just stay positive or good vibes only. Uh, it could be worse. Uh, things for things happen for a reason. That's a big one that I say a lot. Um, failure isn't an option. I've never really agreed with that one in general, but um, and happiness is a choice. So now instead of saying these things, and I'm going to circle back to that happiness is a choice, but Instead of saying those, what they're suggesting is we eliminate those sayings from our vocabulary and we say things like, I'm listening, I'm here no matter what. That must be really hard. And then listening for what they're going to say next. Um, sometimes bad things happen. How can I help? Failure is sometimes part of, a li of life and then your feelings are valid. Now, I agree with all of these things that they're saying that we should say instead. But I also agree that if we're being empathetic to people in the situation, if we're validating their feelings, because feeling sad, uh, feeling upset, feeling angry, these are all part of the human experience. And there's nothing wrong with feeling those. And it's actually good to feel them, to name them, to express them. But we don't always need to sit in them. And so I think for, for me, and this is what I'm looking forward to hearing what other people think about this, we can say those things, make sure that our friends are listening or that they know that we're listening, that they feel safe, that they can talk to us. But I think it's okay to be 
giving the positive, even in bad situations. Um, because if you come from a place that you honestly believe that things will get better, show somebody that, let somebody know, give them hope. And I think that's okay. And if they don't want to hear it, if they're not in a place to hear it, that's okay too. But that's where communication, I feel like, comes in. And if they get upset with you, if they're in a situation, you say something, quote unquote, wrong, and they get upset with you, as the person that was trying to do it properly, don't stop being kind in the future to other people or even to them. Give them grace. Know that they're in a bad space and eventually they'll come back. Um, reach out to them later. But don't, I don't want people to stop showing their happiness or being kind to people because they're afraid that it's going to come off as toxic. Um, so Ed, we have something here. So let me see if I can show the whole thing. Okay, good. So Ed is saying, I agree. Every situation is unique and you need to read the needs of the, the person. I feel as long as your motivation is to offer help and you're being genuine. However, you must listen to the person's needs. Uh, people need to be heard. Yes. Okay. So this, yes, I completely, completely agree with. And it's not even just like when you said reading the situation, that's the whole thing. Because some people you can be friends with for years and they've never come into um, having a certain sort of experience and it's new for them. They may need to be heard a different way. They may need more space. They may need something different than you're used to. And so really being able to read them is going to be huge. And I think us being able to talk to our friends genuinely, like honestly about our feelings all the time would help in these situations because then we would be able to have that honest conversation where we say, hey, you know what? I know that you're usually like miss positivity, but right now I just need you just to please listen. And then I think that helps instead of the person that's always being positive, having to kind of stop it. Um, hey, Josh. Okay. So Ed also says, I would not lead with positivity. My first response is to listen and give them their space. Yes. Yes. That is a great point. That's what I was saying, Ed. So if we're in a situation that somebody is going through something instead of because the, the part where it becomes toxic is when you are trying to brush off their feelings and making them feel like they're not valid. So telling them that, you know, just be happy and, and you know, you shouldn't be sad and there's people that are worse off than you. Then you're negating it and you're not allowing that conversation to grow. Um, so I do think it's a, it's a balance there. Exactly. So, Tammy, let's see what you've got to say. This is so fun. Okay. Um, the hardest thing for me was when my best friend was diagnosed with terminal cancer. Okay. I really had to watch my words. She was not getting better and she was dying. So things do not always get better. Great point. And I'm so sorry. Um, yes. So that's the thing too, is that, yeah, we don't need to be this, this false, um, positive. We don't need to be. And that's a, that's a problem too, is just pretending that everything's going to be okay. If you know, things aren't going to be okay. The nice thing with you, Tammy, is that you do know, because you're a woman of faith, you do know that there is something better. And then that's the whole thing is that people will say that that's not the right thing to say either. But if you know that that would help with the peace for your friend, I feel like that can be okay too. Um, I also think that when you said that you've got to watch your words, it's true. We do have to be mindful. But I think that we also have to realize that if we're, like Ed said, if it's coming from a genuine place, then we need to be able to speak from our heart, knowing that we're trying to care for the people around us. Um, let's see what Ed has to say. So he says, let me see if I can show this for you guys. Okay. Sometimes people want to vent, but not want to be fixed. Yes. <laughs> yes, I have. Yes, I used to be a fixer all the time. Um, maybe there can be another conversation to offer positivity or suggestions. Yes. That's a good thing too, is understanding that, especially if they're friends 
And if they're not asking for help, if they're not asking for advice, just being there is huge. And knowing that you're going to have future conversations with that person. Um, yes, Tammy is saying, yes, Ed. That's the whole thing. And having that peace and having that almost that knowing you'll be able to tap into the feelings of what that person needs. And sometimes people will say like, if it's online, if it's here, um, it's a little bit harder, but it's really not. If you can tap into seeing what people are saying and how people are feeling, you can still tap into realizing if their energy, where their energy is, if their energy is needing an embrace. It's like a hug. You know when they need a hug and you know when they need just an ear. Um, so, oh gosh, this is so good. So that is part of the conversation. So it's what do we say and what don't we say? Um, when do we say it and when don't we say it? Um, and then who do we, when can we do this and, and who do we, um, who do we need to be more positive with and less positive with? If you have always been somebody that has always been positive and people come to you and they've known who you are, then I feel like we should still be able to be give that positivity because your friends, hey, Janice, <laughs> wonderful, um, because they're coming to you because they know that you're going to be that person that's going to give them that light and that's going to give them that hope. Um, so I feel like it, it really is just like everything in life. It's something that we just need to kind of ebb and flow with, with every conversation, with every relationship and through every relationship. Um, I was talking to Mike about this before and I was saying it's kind of like I was thinking about when you go to funerals and when I go to a funeral, so funerals and weddings, those are the ones that they're the the you know big event that you will end up seeing family that you haven't seen in a long time. You know, you might not celebrate all the holidays together, but at that wedding or at that funeral, you're going to see you know people that you haven't seen in a very long time. And at funerals, um, it is it's really telling the type of people that if they have like a, an inner happiness, we all do. That's our, that's our set point. We're all born happy. We all now we'll have different genetics that will make us a little bit more happy, a little bit less happy. Um, then we'll have environment that will affect us as we're going. Um, but if we make it a priority that happiness is one of our main goals and we work at it, and really working at it is just calming ourselves and quieting ourselves so then we can get and tap back into that natural happiness. Um, but at funerals, I feel like that's where you can see who's got that, that inner happiness that they're able to shine through. So I, a lot of the time that I'm in funerals, I know that it, it is a somber time. You're grieving you're missing the person, you're sad. I I don't think I've ever been to a funeral that I haven't just needed a Kleenex the moment I walk in, crying the whole time. Um, but also when I see the family member or the friend that I haven't seen in a long time, you can still smile. The and is super important in our life. You can be sad and you can be grieving and you can be happy to see the other person. And you can enjoy their company and be respectful of the person that has passed and be respectful of the, the family. So I feel like even in situations that if you have a friend that you're dealing with, that they're dealing with something really dire and really strong and heavy, we can still, and, and we test it out, but we can still... Um, uh, be joyful in those moments with them. Um, if you can see that they're looking for that, if that makes any sense, some of the things that they're saying, um, I'm trying to see if I can see it here. Um, some of the things that they're saying that you can do to avoid toxic positivity. And these were good. 
these were good kind of suggestions, is manage your negative emotions, but don't deny them. So let me just see here. So Janice says, let's open this up. There we go. Yes, joy is an import is important even in those scenarios. It really, really is. Um, and Ed says, but it's a balancing act. Yes, it's not black and white. Exactly. Okay, so you don't just now this is still coming from Ed. You don't just want to be liked and stay silent. Eventually, you can provide stability or strength or support by providing positivity, even if it's not welcomed in the moment and people need to express their experiences. So it truly takes to know the person and reading the situation to know what they need. Yes. And that's exactly it, Ed. And I would add, I would also add that if the person, I think we always need to remember so living in somebody else's shoes, I know that like people say that, but I don't think we really get it because we'll never really be able to live in somebody's shoes because nobody tells exactly what's going on. Will you get snippets of it, you know, but you don't always know the full picture. And so what I feel like is if you feel like you know your friend and you feel like you can be, you know, this is the time that they're going to need the positivity. This is the time that they're going to need the quiet. This is the time that they're going to need just to be able to vent. You may read it wrong. You just might. And they may be going through something that's totally different than they've ever experienced before. And it may throw you off. And I think what we need, I could be wrong, but I really do believe that we all need to be more open and willing to understand the other person from both sides. So the person that's going through the issue and you're trying to be the one that's listening and being empathetic, um, we need to understand that that person may lash out at us. They may say something that they don't mean. They may be mean to us. We can't then get defensive and get angry. We need to just respect that, okay, they're in a different place and then try to broach it again down the road. Um, life is such, it's, su it, I want to say it's so, it's like a delicate dance, but it also isn't if we can cultivate our own inner peace and our own inner happiness, because then we won't have these ego kind of things that are going to make us react differently. We're going to be able to come from a place of love. So even if we say the wrong thing, because Lord knows I have said the wrong thing before. I have definitely tried to give positivity when it was not wanted. Um, I've been yelled at by very good friends. Um, but at the end of the day, you know that you're being the best that you can be. Um, let me see what Janice has to say. Let me see if I can pull it. Okay. So Janice says, I see this exact thing often. Don't judge, just give love back. Yes, 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 yes. So, and that's the whole thing. The not judging part is huge. It's not just not judging the situation. It's not judging ourselves for the way that we're acting. So, and the reason why I'm not I'm not going through, you should see, like I, I've printed off a bunch of stuff because I was like, okay, this is the whole idea about toxic positivity. And this is all the things that we're supposed to be talking about. And this is all the to do's and not to do's and the why's we don't and the why we should, all this kind of stuff. And then I thought, you know what? We can just go and do a search online about toxic positivity, why it's bad, how we stop it. And you can go get 101 reasons why and how to do it better. Um, you don't need to come to this podcast to hear that. What I want to be talking about, and that's why I'm really liking this conversation that's coming up, is talking about the fact that life is a balance. Talking about the fact that we're going to do it wrong and that's okay. We're going to have feelings that we're not going to know how to navigate and that's okay. Um, but not having this cancel, well, I don't want to get into the whole thing about cancel culture, but I, I really don't want this to be where we can't say what's on our heart because we're afraid of it being taken the wrong way. 
And that actually, this whole message wasn't my message coming onto this podcast because I was like, I really wanted to implement the strategies for everybody. Um, but then it just didn't feel authentic to me when I came on because it's just, it's not where I'm at. At first, when I was doing the research for toxic positivity, and I'm the one that thought about the idea because I've, you know, launched um, a happiness group and it's a Facebook group that we can go to and it's just, it's for happy people, but we're all happy people. So it's for all of us, even though we're going to have days, we're going to have moments that we're not happy because of a certain situation or whatever, but inside that's what we're, we're all meant for. That's, that's who we are when we get quiet when we get quiet and can tap into the inside of, of our actual being, we're happy. There's only joy and there's only love there. Once you can take out all of the ego, all of that, in all of us, it doesn't matter how what trauma you've been through. It doesn't matter what we've done. When you get down to the core, to the deep, deep inside core, we're all love and we're all light and we're all happy and we're all joyful. It's just a matter of getting quiet enough to be able to find that place. And some days it's easier because we don't have as much spinning around. Um, but on the hard days, on the deep days, on the heavy days, it's harder to see. And that's why I think it is important for us to be empathetic, but also positive for those around us because Lord knows they're going to be able to beat themselves up in their head they're going to be able to go on the internet and see how horrible everything is. So I think that even though too much positivity can be toxic, but it can only be toxic if you're not caring. So that is, I guess, my rant on this. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really, I don't really. I thought this was going to go, and this probably will still go longer because I'm guessing that you guys will have comments on what I'm saying, which is going to be great. Um, but there was going to be, I thought there was going to be a lot more talk about like why it's, why it's harmful, why it's, and when we can get into that we can get into the fact that, that we're, you know, possibly shaming people that we're, and maybe we will get into that a little bit because I, I want to talk about that too. But Ed, what does Ed have to say? Okay, so Ed says, this may sound counterintuitive. If the person reacts negatively to your positivity and is angry or frustrated, it's okay. For that moment, they are removed from their grief, sadness, and depression, etc. The anger that they are expressing has nothing to do with us. Amen. It's more about what they're dealing with. Exactly. And that could be what they need to let it out. So no need to take their anger on. Yes. Very good, Ed. That's, I completely agree. And that's where if we can detach from our ego and detach from taking things positively or um, personally, which by the way, you've heard us talk on this show um, many times about the four agreements. In two weeks, we're going to be reading uh, the four agreements and talking about it in book club. We're not going to be going through and doing like each chapter each week. It's just going to be one week on the book. So if you guys want to be a part of that, let us know, DM us, even if you just want to come in for that one book, um, we'd be glad to have you. It's on Zoom. So um, so yes, anyway. So Ed, that is so important to talk about. So us being positive and them being angry at us or, or being frustrated with us, you're right. It gives them, and how nice, this will also sound weird, but if you're being their friend and you really want to be there, wouldn't it be nice that you're the person that they lash out at? That you from a loving, having a loving, kind energy for them to be able to lash out at you and for you to be able to be there and sit in that with them rather than them then lashing out at somebody that will take it personally and end up having some sort of a fight. Just letting them be and express their emotions, it's so important. But that's where it really comes into us not taking offense and not um, 
not taking it personally. Okay, so Janice says, the people who are in that place don't see clearly, and that is okay. They need to be where they are at that moment. Yes. Just remember, you are not there to respond or judge their actions. Just be there. Exactly. Yes. And then Ed says, now what happens if I do this and I don't hide it? Oh, it just jumps up. Okay, that's great too. Good. Um, so Ed says, yes, you get what I meant. Exactly. Exactly. So that, and I've never really thought about that either, Ed. I really do like in Janice when you're talking about they're in that place and they need to be there, but it is very nice that we can be there for them um, and still being the light, even if they're getting angry that we are the light. Um, that's just so beautiful. So now I want to talk about, I will bring this up. So they talk about why. Okay. So Tammy says, let's put Tammy up here. Um, and sometimes quiet is good too. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And I, I feel like, I don't know if it's in my older age or if it's with experience or with, it's just being calm, I'm finding I'm able to be quiet, a little bit more <laughs> quiet now. Um, I used to always want to fill the silence because I would feel, um, it would feel awkward to me. And so I would want to help and be and do and, but I realize that sometimes just being quiet is, it, yeah, exactly what they need. And it gives them the the space to be able to kind of hear what they just said. Um, and then, you know, the conversation is a lot more beautiful. Janice says, the light isn't always words. It can just be positive, loving energy. That's so beautiful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. And it's, and that's what I'm saying is that us, we talk about it. So when we, when I'm like talking to people about happiness, um, people think that it's selfish. It's selfish to work on their their own happiness. It's selfish for them to to want happiness for themselves, but it really isn't. It's almost critical that we all are able to cultivate that inner knowing, that inner happiness, that inner love that's there. Because then in situations like this, when we have people around us or even ourselves that are going through these experiences, we're able to be there for them at a different level than the majority of us out there. So yes, Janice says truth. Yes, it is. The, the inner joy, our joy, our happiness, our love, our peace, that is the truth. I read, I read or I heard, I don't know, in the last week anyway, I heard in something, and you guys can tell me if it was in book club, I'm not sure, <laughs> but um, they were, somebody was talking to, um, I think a monk. Well, no, not a monk because they don't talk back, but it was, it was some spiritual leader. And they were saying that, um, they were asking, oh, hold on one second. What else is here? Okay. Tammy, I'm going to come to you in just one second because I want to get this out. So they were asking about um, what is true and what is real. And they said the only thing that is true is that which does not change. And that is super profound because if you think about it, our bodies change all the time. We are very different from the time we were 10 to the time we're 20 to the time we're 50 to the time we're 80. So that body is always changing. So that's not true. That's not who we are. But our spirit and our love and our joy, that's truth because that doesn't change. And you can feel that if you're here in Canada or the United States and you go to Korea or Japan and they don't speak the language, but you emanate joy, that truth can be felt even though you don't know the language. So that truth never changes. It doesn't matter if you are that way in 100 years, if you were that way 2,000 years ago, that truth never changes. And so that's the only thing that's real. And so that's why we can, I feel like we can help so much by cultivating that for ourselves. So it's not selfish. If anything, it's helping everybody around us. Now, Tammy, Tammy says there is a difference between happiness and joy, though. There absolutely is. Um, so I'm not a big one. 
I'm not a big one for really getting into the labels of things. Um, but there is a difference between happiness and joy. Um, and I think, I think what we need to do is we need to Janice's love. Okay. So I feel like what we need to do is we need to, as a culture, deal more with the feeling and the energy of what we're putting out rather than how we're labeling things. Because I feel like what's happening, especially lately, and I don't know if it's because of the pandemic that everybody's been able to be home and we've been able to research more and we've been able to like really tap into the human psyche of like what everybody's thinking and doing, but we're putting all these labels on things. And so we're saying like, we need to go and search for happiness and we're going to find happiness here when ultimately the joy is always inside of us, but that leads to happiness. We have all of these words that we use, but the moment that we label any of it, we lose the essence of it. So with sadness, with depression, with happiness, with joy, with all of it, I feel like we need to start focusing on the energy that we're putting out there. Just like when we're talking about God or the universal being or the universal mind or or whatever we want to call it. I feel like we need to just start accepting. Um, Tammy says, okay, so hold on one second. So Janice says labels are detrimental. Absolutely. Tammy says happiness is based on circumstances. And Janice says emote and be. Yes. So yes, Tammy, happiness is based on circumstances. And that's why they say, so our inner joy that's what I was saying, is that our inner joy, that is in us, that is innate. And then that leads to our happiness because that is, that even that is the circumstance, right? So we have that feeling and then it, it creates happiness. Um, and happiness is fleeting. Joy is ever being. It's, it's in us. We can tap into that at any time. We can think and we can be there. Um, we cannot think and also be there. Um, so yeah, it is. Happiness is based on circumstances. But if if you say that you're happy, um, actually, it's a really good conversation, Tammy. That's a really good conversation. Because that's the other thing is, and even Mike said this to me when I was starting the, the Facebook page and doing everything about the happiness. And he was like, I think that's amazing. I'm so happy you're finally doing it. He says, but I want you, like, I hope that you're going to be telling them that you're not always happy. And I think that should be a given that I deal with emotions, that I deal with, there is like, this makes me upset and I get angry and I get sad and I get scared, and I get frustrated, and I get all these things because I'm human. And so happiness falls into that, that yes, like sometimes I'm super happy, and I'm really loud, and I'm really smiley. But the joyfulness, and even the happiness, it's it's inside. So that's kind of, because I'm I've learned to tap into that, that can end up being my baseline. So even though situations make me angry and or I allow situations to make me angry because it's a choice, I'm, I'm choosing to be angry in that. And that is okay. It is okay, in my opinion, to feel and to allow yourself to be angry. It's okay to allow yourself to be sad. It's okay to allow yourself to be happy. You can allow yourself to feel any of these things. I think where the problem comes in is when we sit in it and we stew in it and we let the ego build the story around it. But, you know, somebody passes away in our life, we're not going to be like, hey, but it's okay, and like super happy. But you can still feel joy. You can still know that you're going to see them again. Um it's a big, it's a big difference, but it's really just a technicality in words, I feel. Um, Janice says, or sometimes you show happiness to hide the reality. Yes, yes. Okay, so here's the thing, too. 
that sounds bad, right? That sounds like sometimes you put on a happy face to hide what's really going on. If you're doing that to literally hide it because you feel shame in it, because you feel like you should be happy all the time, because you feel like you should be a certain way, there's an issue there. And I don't agree with that kind of happiness. And I don't want people putting on a happy face when they're feeling really upset because they feel like they otherwise will be shamed. But I also don't think that there's anything wrong with if you've, if something has happened, let's take, for instance, let's say, Okay, let's say, uh, well, I don't even want to put that out there. I was going to talk about Mike, but I don't even want to put it out there that we wouldn't work out. So, but let's say that something happened. Let's say I was in a relationship and it didn't work out. So, um, but we're not talking about that. So anyway, so I can feel sad and I can miss that person and I can feel all these things and I can choose to feel them and I want to feel them because they're in there but it doesn't need to be the next 13 years of my life ruminating about it and feeling bad about it. It doesn't mean that I didn't love that person any less. It just means that I love my life. I love life enough that I can also decide that's enough. I've I've felt that. And even if you still kind of feel it, put the smile on your face and show your happiness not to hide the reality, but to show the truth, to show the real reality, because that is never changing. That's that's what's real. The joy and the love, that is what's real. So yeah, I have, because I have people that say, oh yeah, you just put a smile on your face, even though I know that you're hurting inside, but I don't do it for other people. I don't, I don't put a smile on my face if I'm hurting because I feel like that's what I should do or because I want people to think I'm happy, I'm doing that for myself because I want to remind myself that at the end of the day, I am happy. Life is good and it can get better. So I will get through whatever this is. So um, Janice says, let's see, I love my ex to this day. We just were not supposed to stay together. Wowza. So yes, that is beautiful. Um, Janice, that is wonderful. Yes. And that is super, super uh, strong. And that comes from a place of love, of your truth, of your your reality. So to be able to say that, um, that's pretty, that's pretty substantial. So, and we can still, yes, I agree. We can love people that have hurt us. We can love people, you know, that have done things that we shouldn't, we shouldn't love them for, I guess, but they're still people and they're still a part of us. We're all one, all of our energy, as much as we sometimes don't want to admit it, we're all connected. And so if we can love everybody, and you don't have to be in love with them. There are two totally different things with loving someone and being in love with someone. I am in love with Mike and I love everybody else. Like there's two totally different things. And I think that too comes up that people are, they get weirded out about it. Um, but it's all semantics. Um, so Janice says, but then you have to be true to yourself. Their actions are not them. Okay, so, but then you have to be true to yourself. Their actions are not them. Yes, yes, their actions are not them, but their actions are also going to be affecting your being. Well, not so much your being, but your human body. Um, and so, yeah, you need to trust yourself and you move on. You know, you respect yourself enough to move on, but you can still love them and not want ill health on them. Ed says, I'm not sure it matters to label emotions e either. Yes, as long as you let your emotions be. No judgment or avoidance. Avoidance is a big one. You're right, Ed. Your emotions are your guide. So they are all valid regardless what you call them. One, once accept and acknowledge your emotions, they will move on. Yes, 
Absolutely. There was, um, I can't remember if it was on Banna's site, so Banna.ca or on the Canadian Mental Health Association. Both of them have very good um, resources for mental health. So if you guys are ever looking for, for things, I mean, you can go to Google and Instagram and all that kind of stuff, but they have some really good resources. And um, in one of their blogs, they were talking about um, naming it naming it to tame it. So when you have something that you're going through, if you're able to kind of put a name to that emotion, you're able to you know, uh, speak into it, then it's a lot easier for you to move on from it and for you to kind of um, not see it grow. You know, as soon as you shine a light on it, it stops growing. Um, Janice says, uh, their actions are their circumstance. Their actions are their circumstance, their thoughts being misdirected. Yes diagnosis. Okay. So yeah. And you know what we, I mean, I'm not going to speak for anybody else, but I know that I continue to grow. And so who I was two years ago, who I was 10 years ago, who I was 20 years ago, I keep growing in my awareness and I keep growing in, you know, my thoughts and what I allow to be and, and all of that kind of stuff. And so if that's happening to me, I've got to believe that that's happening to a lot of people around us. And so, yeah, their thoughts may be just misguided right now. And, but it doesn't make them a bad person. They're not a bad person. They're not a good person. They're not a bad person. They are just a, a spirit that's having this human experience. And it's the same thing with our emotions. Our emotions are not good or bad. And that is another problem is that we look at things like sad and angry. Those are bad emotions and we shouldn't feel them in. And happiness and joy and those are the good ones. And those, there's no labeling to them. If we start piecing them out and putting them in a chart that's like, this is, this is good and this is bad. And this I should feel, you know, really proud of myself if I'm feeling these feelings, but I should be shameful if I'm feeling these feelings. That's a big issue because the feelings are not good or bad. Those are coming and they are going, but it's the thought that we put behind it. That's where we then attach these judgments to it. And then we have these problems. So the labeling is, is huge. Um, Ed says, by acknowledging your emotions, you will eventually be your true self again until the next guide or emotion comes along. It's all energy. Amen. Oh my goodness. And you guys, I think everybody that's been commenting, yes, I'm just scrolling up. Everybody that has been commenting is also in our book club. So if you're loving all the goodness that is coming from this chat, you would love Monday nights and it's free. All of it is free. Um, it's just such a great group. You guys, I adore you so much. And I'm so grateful that you're here. I was so nervous coming on. Um, and I don't know why I was nervous, I guess, cause it's new. Cause it's different. I wasn't sure I was going to know how to get on. I wasn't sure I was going to know how to do this, this stuff. Um, but you guys make it you, you guys make things so much easier. And that's what I love about book club. That's what I love about this podcast. I love being able to talk and see, and we don't always agree on stuff and that I love too. Um, Kelly says that the book club is all here. Yes. The support you guys. Oh my gosh. It's such an amazing, amazing community. I love you guys so, so much. Um, Janice says, I knew you were nervous, but you are great and full of life. You're so sweet. Yes, I was shaky in the beginning. I could feel my voice. Um, Mike, the the audio guy, is probably going to say, oh, yeah, I could be hear it. But you know what? That's okay. Again, I'm human. It was different. It's new. Ed says, it's free. Then why am I paying Mike and Patrick? <laughs> you take that up with them. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Oh. Okay. So, and I'm also sharing that the book club is saying hi to each other inside of the group. You guys are amazing. So, um, okay. And I also was thinking, so I know that some, we try to keep them usually to an hour, um, the podcast, I'm going to, I'm going to keep to that. Um, so we're, 
you know, approaching that right now. Uh, so if you guys in the chat, if you have anything that you kind of want to come up with for final remarks, please, um, you know, feel free. Um, but I just wanted to thank you guys for listening. If you're listening on the podcast, um, I hope I wasn't too squirrel uh, back and forth. But um, so thank you so much. Uh, for those of you that are listening or watching in Facebook, if you haven't already, if you could hop over to YouTube and um, subscribe, I think it's subscribe, it helps us because then once we get to a certain number, then we'll be able to do some other things with the tech. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but it will be helpful. Uh, what also will be helpful is um, two things. One is if you would be able to share these with people that you think would benefit from it. Um, so, you know, if there's episodes that you're just, you're not really feeling, that's fine. But if there's episodes that touched you, we would love it if you would share it. And if you can go on Apple um, and give us a five-star rating, that would be amazing. Again, just if you're loving it. So that is it. I think we're, we're closing down on the, um, the chat too. So thank you guys so much for being here. I love you all. Um, so find us. Okay. Mike is so good at this part, but maybe he'll be able to put it in at the end, but follow us on all your social media platforms and your podcast platforms. You can find us at first day pod and you can email us at no, not at just email us firstdaypod at gmail.com. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Oh, wonderful. Mike Crowley is here. Oh, thank you so much, Don. Thank you so much, Mike. Uh, Janice says, hugs to all the lovely people here today. Yes, let's end with a hug. If you want to put both of your hands, so even if you're listening on the podcast, unless you're driving, take both your hands, put them on your opposite shoulders and really squeeze. That's a big hug from me to you. Mike wishes that he was here. Um, he sends his love too. We hope to see you guys in the book club. Thank you for being here and we'll see you next week. Love you. Bye.